Welcome to Change Making Women, the podcast for women who make a difference. With Siada Bayed in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, and Marianne Clements in London, in the UK. Hi everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. Today we'll be discussing about Brexit. Uh, I wanted to start the show by asking you, how is the atmosphere at the moment? Yeah, so I think, I mean, the atmosphere is is pretty much business as usual. Um, there, there, ha- there were some, um, like, uh, demonstrations at the weekend, I believe, um, of people who, are, who, who still think that it's a bad idea for us to leave the EU. And I certainly still think it's a bad idea as well. But I, there's not, I, I'm not quite sure that there's kind of much beyond trying to make their point, you know, peacefully, as it were, that people are, that people are doing because the government has definitely gone down the line of, you know, let's, let's do this thing and um, we're, we're leaving no matter what kind of thing. So I think like amongst people I know, there's a kind of like kind of resigned, not really sure what to do, you know, what you can do about it kind of thing right now. Um, I have certainly heard stories of people um, who maybe are living in this country but come from elsewhere in the world who've had like people say things to them personally about you know how you you know you, you shouldn't be in our country anymore and that kind of really horrible nasty stuff so there definitely has been a bit more bit of um what's the word there's been people people seem to have felt that it's more okay to say you know get out of our country to people's faces which is a really unpleasant basically impact of, of Brexit obviously the majority of the people don't like people who don't say things like that but those who feel that it's okay to do so seem to feel a bit more okay to do so now that we've voted to leave the European Union but um what can I say I think it's a really big decision to have made on like a a, a vote on one day <laughs> you know because it, it has like far reaching implications for our children and their children and you know it's a big deal in terms of how you're shifting what your how your country relates to the rest of the world so no it just seems like a really big a really big thing to have decided on one day in one simple vote of like yes or no you know like and when most of us weren't clear about the you know, the full uh, process or implications or any of that that would happen, you know. So, um, yeah, but, yeah, I still feel like that about it, as I did, you know, when we talked about okay. those months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, for, for really uh, a person, everyone hears there's this Article 50 that's being activated or it's been acted upon at the moment. So... Do we even understand what Article 50 is? What does it entail, aside from the fact that, you know, it's activated, now Britain's going to be out of the European Union? <laughs> I think, like, so Article 50 is the, is the um, kind of line in the, I guess, the treaties or, or, or agreements that we have with Europe that say 
that you that, that this is what you have to trigger if you leave right and um so um it it's like a a pro it's the beginning of a process when you trigger it you're saying right now we we're getting out of this this agreement that we've had for the last i don't know it's more than 40 years i think nearly 50 years and um so we're getting out of it and so we want to start a process and then i believe there are like a couple of years for that process to kind of happen which involves quite a lot of negotiating with people because all the agreements we have with other countries are or most of them are via the eu maybe all of them i i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure but basically we have to renegotiate not just with all the countries in the eu but all the countries outside the eu as well because we don't we don't have our own agreements with people around trade and whatever other things <laughs> you have to agree about yeah so it's a big bureaucratic process basically okay yeah that's about as okay. much as i understand <laughs> Yeah, which is quite fine. I mean, if you're, you know, if this is a common thing, <laughs> you just need, you know, sometimes you need to understand some of these things, not rather than just making noise about it. You are happy about a process that you don't even understand what exactly, you know, the process entails. No, and I think it's never been used before as well, because I don't think a country has ever left the European Union before. So it, it's like... It's almost like no one fully understands. They're figuring it out for themselves on both sides, you know, because now like our government has to negotiate with the European Union about how we leave and the deal we have and all this stuff. And it's like they, there's no precedent for it. So <laughs> it's kind of uncharted territory or something like that. I suppose know? so. And the fact that now there is as well, I believe, what, Scottics? Exit. <laughs> oh, what's that? A Scottish a Scot? <laughs> what's it called? Yeah, the way they the, the, the way they put it together, you can't even. I don't know. I find it so hard to pronounce it. I mean, Scotland wants as well to exit. You know, the the I union, the, the 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 United Kingdom, region, right? The United yeah. Kingdom, yeah, yeah. So, how does that play out? How, well, that's interesting, right? That? Because because in that there was a referendum for that um before the brexit and this and the they voted just they just voted i remember the percentage now M maybe it was like 55 i'd have to check um but they voted to stay in the united kingdom by a, about something like five percent um but now that um we're leaving the european union the scottish government so scotland have their own parliament but it, it's a little bit like there's the Zanzibari parliament yeah so they have their own but it's like it comes under uh yes. ours under some, the union yeah it, it's yes. like, a bit like, there's like that. the whole united republic of tanzania and then you have your zanzibar and your you know your tanganyika yeah yeah exactly so we it's it's a similar system to that and um so now because the majority of people in scotland voted to stay in the european union and in fact that was one of the reasons that some of them didn't want to leave the united kingdom because they thought that they were better off in the european union and we were in that so now we're leaving they are yeah they're suggesting that they're going to have another vote about whether the Scotland really wants to be a part of the United Kingdom out of the European Union. 
Um, and, and I guess the assumption would be that if they vote out, they would then start their own process of trying to join the European Union as an independent state. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I think, to be honest, that was pretty predictable. And it, but um, be, because um, Scotland has um, a number of issues, right, with, with, with things that, that go on down here and the you know, when we made a decision like that and most of them didn't want it, then, you know, it obviously brings that discussion up again, right? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so. so in your opinion, do you think perhaps that could be the start of, you know, the sort of breakup of the United Kingdom? Yeah. There's a, I think there's a definitely a risk that that... A Scottish referendum this time will go the other way and that they'll vote to leave the United Kingdom yeah and I think like personally <laughs> if I was the Prime Minister I'd be doing my best to try and find a way out of both of these things <laughs> I can't understand why we have to go down this like she, I think they you know people describe it as hard Brexit she's like if we can't agree we'll leave anyway and that's what our Prime Minister is saying and Given that, you know, it was only slightly more than 50% of people that voted for this, I think they sh that she should be taking a much less severe line in the negotiations. And I think she should be trying to make a bit more peace than she appears to be. Now, obviously, I'm not in any of these negotiations that, you know, so I don't actually know what's going on. But for me, I think, like, this is a massive big deal. And I'm, and I'm not quite sure why she's quite so keen on doing it so harshly you know but that does seem to be what what she's going for so she's going yeah. for okay and yeah. and in right. your opinion you think it's gonna come it's somehow going to affect you now as an individual do you feel like you know the whole this whole move it will f affect you as an individual so what's happened so far is our currency has been devalued. So it now costs more money to buy anything from Europe or America or probably pretty much anywhere in the world. And um, there's this sense of, you know, I, I don't know how easy travel in Europe will be at the end of it because they, they've left it all up in the air around whether we'll be able to go to other European countries and live in them like we can now and whether we're going to let the European people living in the UK stay here and all that kind of thing. So there's a lot that's up in the air. What I feel is that it's just a sort of like, I feel like we're flinging ourselves off a cliff for no reason. <laughs> like I can't really see what the benefits are supposed to be. And I'm like, Okay, so we're kind of like isolating ourselves, you know, and um, we're isolating ourselves and all the benefits that, we're, that, that they talked about, you know, a lot of them were about like saving money, but there's a lot of yeah. money tied up in this whole process, right? That money is yeah. not actually being saved and used for anything else. It's certainly not, not yet. Perhaps it never will be. And so like, I'm really not, I'm just seeing like, we're kind of chucking ourselves out of out of something and I, and I yeah I, I see really 
pretty much no logic in it. But obviously there are people that feel very differently to me about that in this country. Clearly there are people that think that when we leave that somehow things will be great in some way. Mm-hmm. But I'm not personally seeing that right now. <laughs> and perhaps even, you know, that, that will happen sooner rather than later well so i think that some people thought you know it was clear from the sort of reports in the press and stuff that some people thought that we would leave immediately like you know the next day we wouldn't be a part of it but now that people understand that there's this long process i think you know that sense of like immediately anything changing is kind of gone and um and i think yeah i i don't know whether people people that were were, were in favor of leaving feel like something momentously positive is happening but I personally I'm not really I'm not really <laughs> I'm not really feeling it <laughs> you know I'm not really feeling it and I'm like you know mm. I still don't get all the implications but men- most of the ones that I've seen I don't really like so yeah I don't feel great about it I have to say and I kind of wish I knew what I could do about it but I, it feels it feels our government feels like i'm just saying it just feels like you know what you've been given here this is it you don't really have a choice you don't really have a say around it so we're doing it nevertheless yeah i think the, the terrible thing about it was that um our previous prime minister set it up as a sort of like win or lose thing on gambling somehow that he was going to win and that people would vote to stay in Europe after all and that would be the end of it. So it was sort of set up as if they thought they would, it was going to all be all right, you know. And, and so, you know, if there are lots of, you know, other um, places in the world where if you have a red referendum, you have to get like a two-thirds majority for something that's like a big constitutional change. But here we're talking about massive constitutional change based on like one vote on one day, you know, and lots of people who voted didn't really know what they were voting for. It's like a bit like, it's like driving a fast car without a license or something. (laughs) You know know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, but speaking of, you know, a lot of people voted without knowing what they were voting about. Is there any education? you know that if you have the you have been following i mean is there any education being <laughs> what, like brexit education <laughs> exactly so that's what we should have had well the thing is that nobody really knew because the people that set up the referendum were hoping that we they weren't going this wasn't going to happen you know the people who um are now implementing it are figuring it out as they go along so like it's there's, there's a, it's like kind of like the blind leading the blind sort of thing. You know that phrase. I don't know if you have that in Sahih, but the blind lead, it's like you know, it's like they don't know, we don't know. We're just going along it. <laughs> We're going along this path to somewhere yeah. that we don't know what it looks like. And maybe you know, maybe it's going to look better than I think it is. But right now, I'm not seeing it. That's not what I'm seeing. I'm just seeing like throwing away our, you know good relationship with all the countries around us on a bit of a whim you know and I'm like seeing the government sort of like committing to doing that as you know as kind of and sticking to their guns just because I don't really know why that just seems to be their take on it but I yeah and from my point of view I also feel like we've also got a government that we didn't elect you know and okay 
you know, not everybody voted for Cameron, the previous prime minister, but at least some people did. Whereas now we've got a prime minister that no one voted to be prime minister, you know, making decisions about how to do this thing. It's kind of, it just feels a bit, I f yeah, I feel pretty powerless about it, I have to say. I think a lot of people do. <laughs> all right. Oh my God, this is quite interesting. And to be quite honest, we're all just uh, glued to our TVs to try and find out what's going to happen. It's quite interesting just to see. I know it's not going to be today or tomorrow or a week or perhaps we'll start seeing any changes whatsoever. If at all, it's going to trickle down to, you know, the rest of the world, Africa, Tanzania being one of them. I guess we are yet to see them. Yeah, I think, yeah, probably. And actually, probably if you come to the UK right now, your um, shillings would be worth more. <laughs> so that's kind of, <laughs> maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe, <laughs> I haven't yeah. checked the rates, but they might be. <laughs> so well, from your were... point of view, that could be a good thing, right? <laughs> uh, yes, it's a very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess every oh cloud God. has to have like a little bit of a silver lining, right? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, Marianne, thank you very much for that, you know, information. I know that's your own, it's your personal opinion, um, you know, and it's how, how you're seeing things yeah, from that's right. there, all the way from there. And, you know, just thank you very much for that information. And we'll definitely keep a, a watch out and see what happens. As, yeah. uh as you know, Article 50 has been uh, triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm going to get proved wrong. And again, thank you very much, our listeners, for always supporting us. Remember, you can always catch us or ask us questions. You can leave your comments in any of our, our podcasts, um, the new and the old. So we are on SoundCloud, again, iTunes and Stitcher, all by the name by Change Making Women. But you can also get Marianne on Jijaze. Yeah. That is the group and the, the Facebook page as well. And the website. The website is jijaze.com. That's right. Exactly. And you? Where can and you can find catch you? me. You can always find me on Twitter. I go by Z Cabway. Or you can find me on Instagram as well. Um, same, Z Cabway as well. Don't hesitate to ask us questions. And if you would like to be part of the show as well, please do let us know. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>